But I mean, if you're going to be an annoying dick, you got to be an annoying dick. Just do both. Might as well just <laughs> fit all the dick cards in there. Let's talk about specs, baby. <laughs> Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the gout things and the sand things <laughs> that can be. Let's talk about specs. Let's talk about specs. Talk about specs. Nice. Uh, <laughs> uh, I guess it's Let's Talk About Sex, Baby by... Is it Salt and Pepper? It is Salt and Pepper. Salt and Pepper. I got one. Nice. Man, that was good. I like that, Larry. And there's a reason why you sang that song. And we'll get to that in just a little bit here. But welcome, Commander Smiths. We like Commander Smiths. I'm Adam Smith. I'm Larry Smith. Don't worry. Uh, we're cousins. So... Why did you sing that song, Larry? Are oh, we're we... gonna go back to specs. Woo! <laughs> we and we. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ah, ahead. No, 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 no you, you first. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm much more kind than you. So you <laughs> no, <go first>. <laughs> <laughs> By that statement alone, that is not true. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna go back to specs. That's. <laughs> Really? That's what you're here at? <laughs> I kind of forgot everything I was going to say. <laughs> uh, basically, I think it's what you were trying to get to is that there's so much stuff. We were just texting this week, and I think it, we, was both, we were talking back and forth, and I was like, man, right now, Double Masters is the thing to buy because we've already moved on. You know, We've moved on to uh, Zendikar and all this stuff, and then, what, two weeks, you said? Is when spoilers start for Commander Legends? For Commander Legends, yeah. So, so mid mid October. We are at peak like of everything being out there for double masters. It's not there I don't think there's gonna be any more. You know, I mean, people are still probably buying it, but I just think the supply out there is probably at its peak right now. So really there's a lot of good cards to pick up and that that set had a lot of good cards in it and everything just mm -hmm. dropped like a rock. Um, but yeah, so this is episode 137. We're not only talking about that. We are also talking about what Lowry? Uh, hold on. I, I have no idea what episode we're on. So that was good that you said that. Um, <laughs> it's like you're writing it down, <laughs> writing it down. Uh, I built an Omnath locus of creation commander deck and who did all it? I've seen who is didn't people build complain this? <laughs> about it on Twitter. And I'm going, God, we're just going to, nobody's going to like this deck. Um, complain about it. Like how? Like it's, a uh, I, and I think it's, it's back and forth. Like I think standard, this is going to be really powerful for standard, but I've also seen people complain about it for, uh, commander. for commander a little bit. I could see so. that. Um, so yeah, we get a, a spotlight deck of Lowry's deck. He built that pretty damn quick. It's fucking awesome. This is this is everything that I wanted Euro to do. So, do you kill Euro? You did kill. Yeah, Euro's Euro's been gone for a little bit. Um, Probably before Nayeth. Nayeth. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. I don't know why I do that. Why would I do that? Uh, oh. Because it's funny. You get me to laugh every time. That's why you do it. <laughs> Um, what else? What else? So yeah, we're doing that. We're going to do specs that is coming back for a little bit here. Maybe it might continue, even though it what more frequent, <laughs> even though yeah, what is it but... last week or the week before I was just like, I'm so glad we don't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's kind of flipped. I was like, there is a lot of stuff 
And really, so I think when we're when we're excited about it, we should probably just kind of do it. Yeah. So do, we're just not going to about it. Push it like for specs because that's yes. what we talked we, about. We we're not promising anything. That's <laughs> yeah. exactly what we're saying. We're right just now. we're going to be when we like some cards, we might start talking about them a little more. It's just mm-hmm. there's just been so much good shit over the last year, and they just keep shoving product down our thro- throats. That I think there's a lot of stuff that's getting left like people just forget about it and i think in the coming years months or whatever that those cards that people forgot about are going to go way up and that's kind of what we're going to talk about mm-hmm. let's talk about specs, specs baby. so do you want to make that a button do you want to make that a button for actually us? that is a good idea uh, i'm gonna make a note to myself make that a button see look at us just taking notes like for- <laughs> Like we uh, care. That's great. It's funny. I shouldn't have to take notes here because I'm going to re-listen to it. And that's when I take my <laughs> notes. I, don't, I shouldn't have to do this right now. Uh, okay. So episode 137, we, let's get all our stuff in. So we did get a new patron this week. Woo! Uh, Hunter K. I don't know how to say the last name. <laughs> I busted myself out, but we were just going to say Hunter K. Hunter Kretch? Crutch. We were just supposed to say 100K. I don't know why I said it or you said it. <laughs> it's funny. Thank to you try for to... becoming a patron. Yes, thank you. You are an awesome MFer. Jesus. That, he's it's, a meat forcer. It's basically copyright right there. Is a, Why? Why is it copyright? But you even do it in like the, the like <laughs> enunciation of how they do it. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you are a great MFer. Like, no, you are we could just an awesome MFer. No, but they, mm-hmm. they, they talk about something with rocks and stuff. I don't we're not talking about rocks. They're just we're calling people motherfuckers, is what we're they're awesome That's, motherfuckers. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, speaking of the patron stuff, really quick, this is the last week for the giveaways on Twitter where you can get the border list to Fury. Uh and then becoming a patron five dollars or more. By the end of this month, you get in the drawing for the foil Little Tafiri with the promo Planeswalker stamp. Uh, one thing we are changing with the Patreon stuff, it's a mm. bonus ad as patrons. If you're a lifetime $100 or more patron, like if you've donated $100 or more, um, we're changing it that you can pick any proxy at any point. So... Instead of each month, you only pick the ones that are available. If you're over $100, you can pick any proxies that have ever been on Pick Your Proxy. So just giving a little bonus. We're going to keep doing and some And then those tweaks. those Pick Your Proxy months every, you know, I think it's every six months we do it. Yep. Those those become super not special for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's your every day. <laughs> you're just like, mm, I'm so Great. ritzy. I can do that whenever I want. Maybe we'll have something special then for those people. What? I don't know. I'm just making it up as I go. Yeah, you are. <laughs> uh, the free way to support the show is go to YouTube and subscribe. Hey, I got it right on the first try this time, not three or four I'm times like last so time. Proud. <laughs> so proud. Uh, and then you guys can check out Twitter. That's where you can see the pick your proxies. You can see other fun stuff that we do on there. Uh, sharing with myself. Oh, that hasn't been happening as much lately because yeah, Lowry's toe has been hurting and I've recovered so much that I am drinking a Sam and a Samuel Adams Oktoberfest. It's weird because I haven't drank. I got a 12 pack for the weekend 
And I kind of told you this beforehand, but I was really gassy last night. And we're blaming that on beer. Yes. I, I didn't change anything with my diet other than having beer instead of normally I have like mixed drinks or um, I really haven't been drinking a lot of beer. So I had I had my share fair share of beer this okay. weekend and today was stinky. I mean, it, it's weird to me because it's still September. So why would you drink an October <laughs> beer in September? That would be well, my problem. Okay. I got it for Cindy because it was her favorite beer, but lately now when she has beer, she gets, I don't know. She says like seltzers. Yeah, she loves that's the Bud Light seltzers are her jam now, her diddle jam. So she had one and was just like, oh, it's just not making me feel good. And so she switched over to Bud Light seltzers. I was like, well, I guess I have to drink it. But, um, oh, darn. (laughs) What else we got here? Uh, and then the Gmail, that was the last thing, right? Yes. And you can go to Gmail and suggest songs and all that. All right. I think we can get to the show. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Did you have anything fun happen this week, Larry? Well, I mean, yeah, we had a, a small Smith gathering that we went to on Saturday. Um, and there was a little, uh, there's going to be a little. Uh, a new Smith. Smith. Mr. Is, is it a Smith or a Hamilton? Oh, I guess it'd be a Hamilton. You're right. So oh, it's- yeah. Like, yeah. congratulations yeah mark we've uh, to talked our, about our mark. cousin johanna and mark. mark yep so did they say how far along? we weren't able to go Trace. they're Trace three months. months in okay nice Trace. yeah congratulations guys so another kind of smith a hamilton on the way teach him you to play magic rock <laughs> see i can i can use it then because it's not associated with patrons at all that's <laughs> that's fine do i it's not even funny. I don't even, it's a compliment. <laughs> You're good, you. Uh, okay, <laughs> so what do we want to start with? Do we start with a spotlight deck? I think we start with a spotlight deck, don't we? I mean, we could do that. You had nothing you want to talk about? This feels like we're under 10 minutes at this point, and I want to... We're at 11 minutes and 10 seconds. Are we? Yes. Okay, we can go. All right. <laughs> yeah, we didn't, we didn't right. banter as much. I'm trying to think. There wasn't really anything else that happened to me this week. What do you I've mean been... we didn't banter enough? It's 11 minutes in. Yeah, we're only get 15, you 20. Want we, get a... like four? <laughs> we, could, we could do this. We can talk four minutes about talking about four more minutes. That's fine. What's wrong <laughs> oh, with that? Well, uh, did you buy any cards from the new set? Yeah, I'm sorry. I, did I, you buy you're any? You're just trying too hard now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. You've ruined the moment. Oh, uh, was there something you say? Um, The set. Set boosters were interesting. Uh, the art cards are interesting. I don't know really what value they give because the Modern Horizons ones don't really do it. Even the ones with the, like the signature stamps, I don't know what those are going for. Um, they were kind of expensive, but I I was looking on Friday night. Yeah, so they probably um, and so there's that's not like a real market for them at that point. So. The one thing I did I pointed uh, showed you before we started is they did come with these. Like their their advertisement cards. One of the cards that came with it is like magic mini games, and I thought that was pretty interesting. It's all about like pack opening, because I know well. You know, we do the uh, battle shots, and there's a bunch of other casts that do with pack openings. They do shots and drinks and all that stuff too. Uh, but these are like different games you can play with different amounts of people, like. There's a Booster Sleuth is a two-player game. Strictly Better is a three- to six-player game. Base Race, 
two players. Royal Royale is a two and two to six player game, but it's all about opening packs and depending on what you get in the pack, there's different stuff. So that was interesting. That was in those. Uh, overall, those packs, I had one pack I opened. I got one common in it. Everything else was uncommon and rares. What? I thought there was three guaranteed commons at the beginning. Uh, uh-uh. I got one common in the whole thing. Everything else That's was awesome. Uncommon uh, and rare. And then I did get one pack that had, I think it, I know I had at least two packs that had three rares, but I think I had one pack with four rares because I got. That's pretty awesome too. The, uh, yeah, the list and- card was a rare. I'm the one that said that I was going to buy a set booster. And when I sat down, it was about 20, 30 bucks more than I thought it'd be. I was like, nah, fuck that. And then I was going to talk myself into draft draft boosters. And then when I went back to look at them, they were like $25 more than what I was seeing when I was looking at set boosters. Yeah. I said, fucking I'm buying singles. Yeah. So I'm probably more happy this way anyway. Yeah. Uh, the reason I bought was because I got a notification from my eBay seller on friday that was like yeah sorry we didn't get our stuff in and we don't know when it's coming in if you want to keep your order uh you can but we don't know we're gonna get it and i was like fuck (laughs) because i was getting those for the collector boosters for 220 225 good price yeah i was like oh yeah keep it i guess and so i was like god i just want to open something so i went to the game shop in st cloud uh, Lewis's game shop, which is, they also have one of them mm-hmm. near me here in uh, Elk River here, but um, they were selling them for 130. So I was like, oh, I'll buy that. And then yeah. I got the two commander. Oh, that, that was the price I was wanting. Yeah. eBay had it at like 150 to 160. And I was like, ah. Yeah. I think the prices have gone up quite a bit because of the, mainly for the set boosters and the collector boosters because they didn't ship out as many as they said they were going to. Yeah, and I don't know if that's issue. with COVID or if that's with fires in California or what's going on there, but yeah. So, but then update with that is I found somebody listed on eBay for $5 more than what I spent with the other one and they had it in hand and I was like, fuck it. I'm buying those refund me the other stuff. So I should be getting my collector boosters this week. So yeah. All right. Now we're 15 minutes in. Let's move nice. on to All this. Right. A spotlight deck. All right. So you built what everybody in the effing world is building. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> uh, great. Mr. Omnath, Locus of Creation. Um, so let me read him really quick, and then you can kind of give me a little overview of what you, your direction with this but he's one red one green one white one blue for a legendary creature elemental four four when he enters the battlefield draw a card so that's pretty sweet uh mm-hmm. he has a landfall trigger that if you play your first land when you when the first land enters the battlefield you gain four life uh the second time a land enters the battlefield you get red green white and blue and then the mm-hmm. third time a land enters the battlefield that turn, uh, Omnath deals four damage to each opponent and each planeswalker you don't control. So, what'd you do, That's a lot. Yeah. The, the, the interesting thing is we talked about last week, too, is that if you had a four drop, it doesn't matter. If you have four, four lands hit the... It's only up to three. So, you have to kind of mm-hmm. figure out ways to do it on other people's turns. Um 
but you don't want to do scape shift or something like that where you're bringing a whole bunch of land back because it really does not matter there. I mean, you, you, you can, can to get to that, three. But it's just like uh, you're doing a huge thing that can hit a bunch of your other landfall creatures if you're if you're throwing those in there. Um, but yeah, I did not put in scape shift. Um, I focused more on, I see a lot of people, their decks are really landfall focused. Yeah. Um, and I tried to, I, I wasn't trying to be different. I was just going, okay, how can I utilize the effects that he's creating rather than let's have a lot of land come into play because you definitely want that. But like I was saying with Euro, like it kind of got boring, just like, okay, ramp, have these kind of things trigger. And so this building with Omnath allowed me to have those side, um, you know, the, the secondary theme to the deck. And I kind of focused a lot more on life gain because that's going to trigger more often. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, you have um, a pretty sweet card that goes with your life gain. I was really glad that you got in here because I like this card and I just don't see it a lot. But it's that Drogue Skull Reaver. Yeah. That's yep. freaking sweet, especially if you're doing the life gain part of it because it's whenever you gain life, draw a card. It also has flying double strike and lifelink, but that mm -hmm. drawing part to it. And the cool thing is you're gaining life off the first landfall. So you're gonna be, it's not you're not having to work at getting that to trigger to draw more Correct. cards, which is really yep. nice. And it's and and normally I, I look at this kind of card and go, it's like it's too expensive for what it does. But if you have Omnath on the board and you hit that second, like if you just have your fetch and you go, um, you know, gain four life, fetch, get the second one, and you get four into play, like four mana for the ramp, you're only tapping three mana and you're playing Drogue Skull Reaver on turn five. Yeah, and you have two left over. It's pretty ridiculous. Um, I mean, seven, you know, seven, eight, those higher converted mana cost cards are pretty easy to get to. And I focused more on like fetches are really nice and being able to play two, at least two lands per turn or being able to um, try and hit gaining four life each person's turn. Um, those were kind of the things that I was trying to do um, because gaining four life for a landfall trigger is pretty nice. And there's, uh, I try to add in a bunch of, there's, there's already naturally cards that have you gaining life. Mm -hmm. um, kind of like Tatiova, Landfall, draw a card, gain a life. Like, it fits perfectly in here. I'm sure a ton of people are going to do that, so it's not special. Yeah. but That's why I didn't write it down. Because <laughs> yeah. Tatiova is just a beast in general, but yeah. yeah. It, and then Euro, like they, a lot of the cards already naturally go with cards like Drug Skull Reaver and just allow you to draw more cards. So um, it's my next card that I really liked in here is the thing that started us specking. You know what card that is? When we first started like, Hey, I think this card does something that another card does. It's really expensive and this could go up. And we started, that was like the first card I remember like, buying a bunch of you would have to i i am not sure it's what are you thinking it's a red and green card oh mina and den yes <laughs> because we we uh 
liked the playing the additional land part and everything and then being able to pop things. But this works perfect in here because you're returning a land to your hand. You're a, it gives you an additional land drop, so you're getting to hit your two. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if the trample matters, but it doesn't hurt. It's more of yeah. being able to do all that other stuff with it. And generally, like it is, you know, we've learned a lot, and I think it's a it's a good card, but being four converted mana cost hurts it mm-hmm. compared to other cards that do similar things. But in this deck, being able to return a land to your hand is pretty like really nice. Um, so I, I do I agree, I do really like this card in this deck specifically. Um, another one that I thought was kind of along a similar line was the Rune Ghost, which I didn't even know about that card. It's pretty. No, that card's fucking sick in here. Yeah, because the you tap one and tap it, exile target land you control, and then return to the battlefield under you under your control. So this you're doing, it's just giving you that another land drop. So you can do this on somebody else's turn to get you that four life if you just want to get one land drop there. Um, the bouncing, it's what I did notice too, is that, so there's a couple of things. I, I had a list of stuff and I was like, why doesn't he have this in here? Why doesn't he have this in here? So I had a bunch of like the myriad landscape, uh, blight steel, woodland, ro- uh, mm-hmm. roiling regrowth, harrow, Yavimaya. And then I was like, oh, he doesn't have a lot of basics. That's why he doesn't have all those in there. Yeah. Because I started writing all this down. I was like, wait, how does he not have any of this? But you only have two of each basic because you have a lot of, you know, you're playing a four-color deck. You have a lot of bouncing yeah. stuff, which is really, a really good idea with those. This- yeah. So, okay, going, like, there's, I, this is kind of a combo deck. And I don't know if you catch, I didn't catch the combo. It. No, I didn't catch the combo. <clears throat> so, both... There's two separate types of combos that can happen in this deck. One of them's with Ruin Ghost, uh, and then there the others with creatures that tap to put a land into play. Mm-hmm. And then they both work with Coral Helm Retreat, Retreat to Coral Helm. So you can untap it. You can untap it and continue to do it. Um, and then so you get as many landfall triggers as you want. You can kind of control it. You can do it a bunch of times with Omnath. Um, and so, but. It Rune Ghost is just a really it's it's not just there for the combo piece either, because the thing that I found that I really like is um, two things with I, I have Scrylands in here, and I normally play them, but here they're they're I like them a lot because with Rune Ghost I can tap one of the white ones and and bounce a a Scryland to continually get that kind of like card advantage along with the the landfall. Um, and then also it gets to reset the Ravnica bounce lands, which I have in here. Um, those are almost just as good in my hand as they are in play, mm-hmm. depending on what they are, because of the Ravnica bounce lands, they, they come into play tapped and you have to return a land back to your hand. You can choose to return those bounce lands back to your hand. So you can continually do it and always have a land in your hand. And if you, if, so it almost guarantees you a landfall trigger mm-hmm. every turn on your turn. And then if you have like a Zusa, um, lost but seeking, you Just can do it three doing times. It, doing it. Yeah. <laughs> and if you have amulet of vigor, you also get to untap it before it bounces and add the two mana back to your, you know, into your mana pool. If you want to be doing that. 
So, um, but Rune Ghost being able to do those kind of things um, is is that extra utility that really kind of is a little bit of a grease to the deck. Mm-hmm. You also had the, <clears throat> for the bouncing stuff, the border posts, which were pretty interesting to have in there. Because uh, you can pay yeah. the one and return a basic land. Although, again, you don't have a lot of basics, but there's only three of these in here. So three oh, or fuck. I don't think I realized it was a uh, basic land. Oh, but yeah, return a basic land you control. All right. I, I'd have to reconsider that. Um, hmm. I thought they were interesting, though. It's giving you it's bouncing one of your lands back. Uh, giving you a land yeah. drop trigger there. I mean, I I like them as I've tested them, and but they're hard to categorize a little bit because it's not ramp. Yeah. Um, from what I've come to, unless you're casting it, but casting it to come into play tapped is is pretty bad. Yeah, the three. Right. Um. Yeah, I guess not- now realizing that with the basics. Because you're you're dealing with eight basics because you have two of each. Yeah. The odds of I'll, I'll have to see I'll have to see how because I do it. have I'm running like seven seven fetches of some type you know like I I wasn't paying attention to how often I had a basic land uh, in play by like turn you know or in my hand starting the game or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'll have to pay attention to that a little bit more, see if I like them as much as I did, because I do like them. Um, but it might have changed my opinion. But I d- I've always wanted to play with these kind yeah, of cards. That, that's why I actually wrote it down, because I was like, I don't ever play with those, and you are playing with it and actually finding a good use for them. Yeah. Um. I So really quick on one other card here. Ancient Green Warden, so that's one of the the new badass green freaking cards from this set. Are you yeah. using the double triggers of his the ability? Is that part of it, or are you more using it for the plane from your graveyard type thing? So it's it's both, right? I mean, there are the landfall token creatures in here. Yeah. Um. I guess what am I talking about? You're double triggering because. You have so Omnath would trigger twice with everything. Correct. And how yeah. that ends up working is it's you gain four life and you also ramp. So it's not. Oh, so it's not double twice. four. Oh, correct. Gotcha. So, um, cause it's triggering twice. So it, it's kind of first time it triggers, second time it triggers for Omnath and it's specifying that. Oh, um, cause yeah, um, it also, doesn't say it's the first time it's the land is coming to play. It's saying, if it's this is the first time this ability has resolved this turn, yeah. So okay, that makes sense. So you can get to your your third one pretty damn quick by just having ancient green makes, out makes there. it pretty easy. Yeah. Um, but also like the scry lands will scry you two twice. Cards, you yeah. know, two one and the then bounce one, lands yeah. return two lands back to your hands, and sometimes that's a really good thing. Um. So they it does a lot in this deck. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think it's a fantastic card in general at this point. One of my big sleepers in this that I think is a really good ad, and I think you posted on the Discord and I put a thumbs up, but looking at the deck and then whatever, going through it, uh, Snake Umbra is a freaking fantastic ad because it not only will add the protection, but what else are you doing with this? Uh, So Snake Umbra is whenever your creature 
creature deals damage to an opponent, you get to draw a card. Well, when you're dealing four damage to each opponent, you're drawing, drawing three, three cards. cards. Yeah. <laughs> That's... And it's cheap. And like you said, it's protection. So, um, and there's, there's a couple of, you know, there's uh, curiosity and keen sense that can also go in here. But I felt yeah, like you I originally wasn't... had that as part of it. Well, you had this and yeah. those in there. Yep. And, and I don't think I trigger it enough to really rely on it. Mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, like one is probably the right number in this deck. But if you're really aiming to hit four times can, or three landfall triggers consistently all the time, like you want probably all three and a couple of our other ideas all throw out at the end of the segment here so i see retreat to emiria whatever that it it's just bad now compared to feldar retreat <laughs> like yes they're the same exact casting costs and it's just bad compared but you have them both in they're good to have <laughs> both of them because the the um, is it emiria 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 yeah emiria um you're creating a one one white creature i just think the giving them one plus one until in turn isn't that great but the yeah the felder so have you played it all have you tested this out have you gotten re feldar retreat i think i like this card quite a bit yeah because feldar the landfall and then you get to it creates a two two cat or puts one one counters on each creature you control so it's just like strict and upgrade gain, and they gain vigilance with it too which is pretty sweet oh man i don't I don't even like reading that far. That's way, <laughs> what are they doing? Um, I mean, that's what cats do kind of, but uh, yeah, the <laughs> guy there's definitely one that's better, but it's, it's also nice to not be so creature heavy. Um, there are, you know, there's a bunch of landfall creatures that you can be doing. Well, that's what I kind of was noticing is you seem to have more of a token theme in here i would say theme because mm -hmm. i've at least seen seven seven uh creature token stuff at least there. yeah because you have those two then you have uh i guess primeval bounty is whenever you play a creature spell you get your three three beast token but you have that angel that produces one ones angel of amiria yeah amiria angel yeah amiria angel uh okay so we're at four nest nesting dragon that, that was the one i had a question on was it because of generating tokens or is that just getting blockers out there that can turn into something because you're not are you because they're making o2 eggs yeah i mean most of it's for blocking oh, okay or just creating a meat force and then having trying to have that a little bit more of a presence it's funny um, is I didn't even see that you had Euro in here. <laughs> Euro's not even that good. No, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. Um, and then Scoot Swarm, Scoot which Swarm. is insane. Yeah. Um, Breaking oh, arena. Oh, man, who brought it up? Uh, I think it was Zero that brought it up. But Scoot Swarm is crazy with Mutate. Yeah. Because when you're creating a copy of Scoot Swarm whatever's mutated on that also gets copied. So uh, like if you put a, if you gem razor, um, 
mutate that onto a scoot swarm. It's a landfall. Everything that a scoot swarm does, like creating a copy of itself after you have uh, six or more land, but also it's a four, four trampler. You don't get the mutate trigger, but you're, you're making copies of four, four trample. Yeah. Which is, (laughs) which is pretty good. Uh, Okay. So that makes copies of themselves. Yeah. It's sick. That's five. There's not six token generators. Oh yeah. I mean, you're, you got close to a theme of making a meat force, meat force, Omnath. I dig it. Oh, math's meat force. Can I say one card that I'm very surprised you have in here? Mm. Can you guess? Cyclonic Rift? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually like went through your whole list and then I like kind of was going back through and I was like, because, you know, I'm used to seeing Cyclonic Rift in my decks. And so I kind of went over it. And then when I was going, like, like doubling through it again, I was like, wait. He has Cyclonic Rift? What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) So um, the reason why I use the really powerful cards are if I don't feel like I have enough of something. Like removal of some sort? Yeah, yeah. And it just didn't naturally make it into the deck. And actually, it's it's probably me being lazy because what I did... (laughs) When I Are you just calling me lazy? Is that your your way of saying I'm just lazy when I build? I call deck? myself lazy. I don't. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why you need to take offense at your laziness. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um. So, but the reason why was the 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 initial build. I had misremembered Omnath. I thought it was four damage to each opponent's creature in Planeswalker, mm. and so I was like, okay, I got my removal there. That's cool. I can I can kind of like focus on that a bit. And then I think it was when we were going through the cast last week of the legendary. Yeah, and, like, and you're oh, like, oh shit. damn it. <laughs> Cause I had like Basilisk calling in there and some lifelink stuff. And um I was like, man, I'm gonna gain a shit ton of life just dealing damage to everybody's creatures. And then when we said opponent, I was like, Oh, oh, that's not as good <laughs> as what I was thinking, you know. Um, so then I was just like, okay, swap this out. Cyclonic Rift solves a lot of problems. And maybe, maybe we figure out because landfalls, you know, going to be the main theme in here, mm-hmm. here, no matter what you do. Yeah. And it's hard mm-hmm. to, there, there's not a lot of removal in there. Right. Um, there's admonition, a, uh, angel. There's that three white, three colorless, six, six angel landfall that exiles a permanent. You don't even have him in here though. No, because for me, I like three white mana. Uh, good point. Is is it's a little more tough to come by. Potentially tricky. Yeah. yeah. You um, do have you have your beast within chaos warp. Your that's your baby right there, chaos warp. I love chaos uh, warp. Generous gift. So you have you yeah. have quite so a few. So you have those three, and then I also have uh, the the aura shards because again, I think that's a a really powerful card, mm-hmm. and I don't often put it in there. But um, I, it was really hard to fit in enough removal. So you, you just need something that's going to work within the deck. Uh, um, I did have, I think, my second card that I learned from you today uh, mm-hmm. that I didn't know existed that I think is pretty interesting, and I might have to pick it up, is uh, Dense Foliage. I think is a pretty sweet card. Especially- this, is, this is probably a, a pet card of mine. I, I use it in a ton of decks. I haven't seen you play Dense Foliage. I it, think. I it, mean, you got to figure out what, like, 
it's hard to come out and like you need to know when it doesn't work in every deck. And really quick, dense foliage is it's two and a green for an enchantment, and it just says creatures can't be the target of spells. So it's a way to protect yeah. your stuff, but it also is making it so you can't do anything to other people. But if you're not mm-hmm. a deck that's focused on, you know, taking out certain creatures, you know, pinging off creatures, uh, it's perfect to go in there. So I, I, this was a card that I didn't know existed and I now know it exists and I have to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not, you know, it's not hexproof or shroud, you know, it's, it's just, they can't be the target of spells. And so if you're like, ability based if you have like a bunch of avatar of woes you can still target their stuff yeah or if you're not um you know equipment are still permanents at that point but like auras don't work and then like if you're doing combat tricks for your creatures so like it's not a very good card in a feather style deck where you're targeting your your cards or if you're heavy spot removal if you really like your swords to plowshare it affects that. So if you're playing with those cards, you don't want to like counteract. Yeah. But like I was saying, like this, it's hard to find the removal to kind of fit in here. You're just kind of doing your thing a little bit. Um, and so you might as well protect your things. Mm-hmm. Can I give you one card that I would maybe think about adding in here? Sure. I probably cut it <laughs> already. Like I, I've, I've gone through multiple uh it's one of the cards that we had on our rotating cards and that i thought was probably one of the best ones uh to spec on that we just did a couple weeks ago uh but it's elvish reclaimer oh okay i thought you were gonna say beast whisperer elvish yeah i actually have not tried that out actually right beast Um, whisperer was my favorite elvish reclaimer is right up there but Elvish Reclaimer is the one that I am talking about for this because then you can do it on other people's turns. You're sacrificing. You're going to get any land, any land, and putting it yeah. in. I I agree. That could so be I'll, I'll, that could be a replacement for one of those uh, uh, border post dudes. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see what ends up with those border posts because those might just turn into Rocks. yeah that um, crop rotation. And maybe a removal spell or something. Um, but I might have to figure out how to pick up lands again because that that is a nice little thing to be able to do is being able to like pick up those lands. For sure. That yeah, because then you can keep getting the multiple triggers. Cause I did notice you have those you have the the perfect card in here was the undiscovered paradise, which is a cool card. Cool mm-hmm. in this, you know, especially because you're dropping it and then it goes back to your hand. So every turn you're getting one mana of any color, but then you also get that land drop every turn. Yeah, and you're basically, I've packed every Azusa style card in here. And that being able to consistently be able to do that is very nice. Um, because like Thawing Glaciers becomes a much better card. Mm-hmm. Um, and then your Bounce Lands become much better cards. There's also Obero. Did you see that one? Oh, uh, oh yes. But that one's the one that freaking spiked hard because of this. Yeah. Undiscovered Paradise did too. So, um, but this one, Obero, you can pay one. So tap it and return it back to your hand. So then yeah. you can, this also combos with uh, the like walking Atlas style cards where they tap and put a land from your hand into play. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 
a retreat to Coral Helm. So like it, it's technically a bounce land. And ghost town. That one's interesting. You can bounce it for free, but you only can do it during somebody else's turn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's, I mean, those, but that works cards, with burgeoning. Like you, you bounce yep. it and then on their turn and then you're playing a land, which is, you just put it right back out. Yeah. And getting your four I think life. ghost town is my only land that does not make a color. I think it's my only colorless land. Nice. Because like one of the things that I wanted to fit in, like we were uh, jaw on the discord was talking about bounce. And I had also originally tried to fit bounce in. And I was just like, there's Eldrazi displacer that you can, you know, yeah. bounce a bunch of stuff. There's Brago, there's dead eye navigator. And that can just like, um, if you're doing that style of card, you can reset Omnath um, because it becomes a different permanent. Mm-hmm. So if you went gain four life, create four mana, um, deal four damage, and then you blinked it and it came back into play, you can do those landfall triggers again. Um, that makes sense. Yeah, because it's a different permanent. And what it seems doing, like a lot of work there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you are, but it can be kind of fun. Um, but one of the, one of the things that I talked with a judge with with like Omnath because I wasn't sure if it mattered or not. But so um, Omnath and then copying it like we had mentioned last week, but doing it with like a spark double. They they both trigger independently of each other, so you would gain four life and gain four life mm-hmm. uh, if you had those two things instead of gaining four life. And then the others checking, stating like, "Oh, you were thinking that would get to the next level with the other." Yeah, because I was like, "Oh, they already triggered," so like, maybe I was I wasn't super clear on it because mm. the wording seems so weird to me. But if it's a new object or two different separate objects, they will trigger separately. Um, and so, yeah, like I said, Spark Double is going to be sweet in here. Sakashima is going to be sweet in here. Um, because getting eight life and getting eight mana and then, well, where's your, where's your, uh, helm of the host? I, I did not fit it in here yet. If I'm going to, oh, that you could do that though with this helm of the host would definitely work because yeah. you're getting that much mana with it. It'll be easy to attach. I, I, I think you're right. Um, but I think there's, you know, you don't want to pack your, uh, your top end either. I think you want to be able to hit one or two in a game pretty easy, but I don't, I wouldn't want to rely on it big time. And so like my big ones in here, like patron of the moon. Yeah. I like that. Reaver. That, was a, that was a good one. What's your, so what's your, what's your day of dragons? What's your win? Is it the hitting the combo and, but that, the combos. Yeah. But that doesn't get you the win right off the bat. Right. I mean, where does, where does the win come in? Well, like unlimited tokens. That works. (laughs) Yeah, you you definitely need like a landfall trigger. But also if you're able to do it under control, like then you're just dealing four damage a turn every turn as Mm -hmm. well with Omnath. Um, But it has to work with some type of landfall. So, you know, we're we're talking like a three, three to four card combo. And it probably won't happen a whole ton. Um. Since you had Cyclonic Rift in here, you should have just put in Crater Hoof and just got it over with. <laughs> I don't hate myself that much. <laughs> so you, have you played it out a little bit? You've done some gold fishing with it? 
I have done some gold fishing with it. Um, one of the, one card that I'm super psyched to have in here is like Chromatic Ori from M21. There, I saw that you got that in there. Yeah, God, it just draws you four cards. Yeah. It's awesome. So good. But yeah, this deck works perfect in. Like we said, when we were talking about that card, I think we said three or more colors is probably when you'd want to play that, and you're playing a four yeah. color. Plus yeah. adding that five mana right there, that's... Well, you're not going to do that. You're going to draw cards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there's... Because you run out of cards really quick when you're ramping every turn. Mm. So, and even like, uh, what's the... You know the big time artifact from throne of eldraine why am i not seeing it oh you're talking about the great henge yeah so the great henge maybe i mentioned it last week too it's like if you ramp it's one green to come out <laughs> that's a good point so <laughs> it, like that's that's and then you added two mana and then the craziness so it's it's uh it's already a crazy good card and then here and this is standard right there mm-hmm. right you can do that in standard. That seems ridiculous. Um, so the the drawing is really important in here, and that's why the, like Well of Lost Dreams is in here. Uh, whenever you gain a life, you can pay as much life as you gain to draw that many cards. Mm-hmm. So that that hopefully should be really nice too. But game winning, I, I plan on just gaining a ton of life. I've been kind of debating on putting in the uh aetherflux reservoir oh that's not a bad idea your game winning is uh our our uh sleeper as well for rotating cards but a john a johnny strength of the pride oh i love that that you put that in there (laughs) especially if you're gaining life because you just win the game pretty much by its ultimate yeah because that just exiles all their non-land permanents uh and I, i mean that's the thing is like it's hard to understand how much life you would gain in this kind of deck, you'll consistently gain life, but like, am I going to be you? at 55, yeah. 60? Am I going to be like an Aloro player or are people just going to be like, get him? Yeah. <laughs> He's doing too much shit. Kill him. Yeah. So I, I'm not entirely sure how it's going to be received. Um, but the deck seems really fun seems really cool it does a lot of what i like um playing lands and drawing cards yeah (laughs) see and like that's again euro was really disappointing because it's probably not enough colors for like a landfall to be able to you you just got to fit in all the bad landfalls in that deck Mm -hmm. um or chulane just does a better job than uh euro which speaking then, of chulane is in oh. here freaking chulane can't believe you put that little <laughs> bastard in there it might be too expensive um for five yeah well i mean like the thing is is like what what am i trying to do with it that's a good point it doesn't i mean it it's just a good card in general but i guess mm-hmm. it doesn't fit the theme as much but it's it, just it, a good it's card more like have. I get to draw cards and then it does let me put a land into play. Um, oh, but I guess, do I yeah, want to be doing that for yeah. five mana? Should I just put in like a bouncing type card that allows me to maybe do a little bit more? I always forget that part of Tulane is that you can put a land in your from your hand into play. 
Yeah. yeah. So that if that's it didn't the part have that, that, like that card would still be good. You know, <laughs> whenever yes. you cast a creature spell, draw a card, and you return a creature you control the owner's hand. But that plane of land, it's just silly. Silly too. Yeah. Long. So, I mean, the deck seems really, really cool. And so, um, you just gotta drawing cards is really, really important. And so, I might end up cutting Tulane just to fit in Rhystic Study and try and get a Mystic Remora in here just so I just always have cards in hand. Mm. So we'll, we'll see. I'm, I'm trying to avoid it. At I mean, this if point. you, if you throw in Rhystic, you might as well throw in smothering. <laughs> I, well, that's, I mean, that's ramp, not land based. <laughs> yeah, no. So I tried to avoid that as well. Um, <laughs> but I mean, if you're going to be an annoying dick, you got to be an annoying dick. Just do both. <laughs> might as well just fit all the dick cards in there. <laughs> yeah, baby. Uh, um. So, but I, I think I, I like where it's at right now, but it might have too high. What was the CMC on this thing? Your CMC no. is 3.23. That's not bad. That might be a little high though. It's a little higher than you normally have, but that's not that bad, baby. Yeah. 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 yeah you're probably right. And you're so, 30 we'll, lands. We'll, you're good. Like, I, I think I'm just trying to find one big draw spell like like Rhystic. I was thinking Windfall might work in here too. Um because I do you do run out of cards in your hand pretty quick. Um and so maybe I just need to up the CMC in this deck. Maybe you just throw in a wheel of fortune. Yeah. Cause then you maybe. don't have to worry about anybody else's hand and you're just drawing seven. <clears throat> yeah. Um the other so one of the things that I came up with a little too late, um, and Guy was mentioning it as well on the Discord, but uh I kind of want to add in like Gisela, Blade of Gold Knight, oh, Fire yeah. Emancipation. Yeah, I saw that when he put that on there. And on and that doubles and triples uh, Gisela doubles the damage that Omnath would be doing. And I was like, oh, eight damage to each opponent on the third landfall would be good. And plus everything else that it can do. Uh, Fire emancipation would have it deal 12 damage yeah. on the four damage to each opponent. I'm like, Oh, that's, that sounds nice, but it, I don't think it works. I don't have many more red creatures. I'd probably have to change it around a little bit. Mm. Um, and I guess I don't think I responded to guy on his suggestions, which was like uh, something furnace. Um, or Furnace of Wrath, Furnace, yeah. stuff that just doubled it for everybody. Yeah. Um, and I'll probably avoid those. Yeah, because that'll go against you on that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what would happen. But there are a couple of cards. Um, I need to break down and buy Fiendish Duo, which does double damage to uh, to opponents. And But it's like a $20 card, and it was in like a game night, nobody buys type thing. So, um, so we'll, I, I kind of, I'll probably just fit in Gisela if I can. Yeah. That'd be a good ad. Gisela is always good. Yeah. Right. It's just so, it's really good. And then, you know, it's 10 damage first strike blocks. It has everything coming at you. And the, my problem is, is like, I'll probably end up taking like drug skull reaver out, which I don't want to do. Um, but maybe since I'm 
not liking Tulane. Maybe I just take Tulane out. You're going to take, why would you take Tulane out? I was kidding when I said it. I mean, it, it has the land drop part to it. It does. It does. I mean, it's again, like I was saying, like Mina and Den might be a little expensive for what it does, but picking up a land is really nice. Um, and Tulane's maybe a little more expensive, but actually that like picking up a creature is kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe it's not anymore because I, I did have a couple of like wood elf type cards and now I just have spring bloom druid at this point. And so maybe it just, it only has like spring the druid and then Omnath to target like that are any decent to return to hand. And that's, that's not my deal. So you're going to test this baby out this week. Yeah. Yep. I was planning on, uh, Next time I play Discord, I'll probably be playing this. Do you already have it? Yeah. Do you have it on Cockatrice yet? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. think so. No, no, not yet. Okay, so playing that this week. Um, I don't know if I'm I'm gonna try to get in on that game. I don't know if I want to though, because this is doing everything that you like to do, which is never good. <laughs> Whatever. I've been building roughly bad decks for a while now. So it's <laughs> We'll Nayeth is still Nayeth. decently disappointing. I need to. I'm I'm tweaking it again. Yeah, you've tweaked and, that deck a lot, haven't you? Yeah, uh, I, I've made the changes, and I want to play it for a little bit to see how that went. But I kind of want to change it back to make it a bit more fun, a little more spell slingy. Mm. So, um, I think I took I took the too much of the fun away that I did have. Um, and maybe I'll just do like the cyclonic rift effect and try and add in like a mana crypt in there to allow me to ramp a lot quicker. Cause I think I'm just a heavy CMC in there. And that's something that we have half discussed. We might try and have a discussion on how to tweak decks and yes. when we're putting cards into decks and we're kind of developing that as a segment. Yep. So all, all you bigger guys listening, please don't steal our yeah. idea. <laughs> yeah. I hope that next week we don't see the other cats go how to how to tweak your decks and add cards in later. God, fuck. <laughs> Guess we can never talk about things we want to do before we do it because everybody else is going to yeah. just take it. Bastards. How about you just cut that? Just cut that. Uh, what we just said. <laughs> yeah, just okay. just make a bleep sound so they don't know yeah, what we're doing. Bleep it's it. a long bleep. Absolutely do that. <laughs> Oh, that's going to be fun. Okay, so we are at an hour. Let's jump into our specs. So that's our new thing. <laughs> no, I want to I want it to be let's talk about specs, baby. Oh, well, I I can't do that because we're actually recording. I can't it will be Oh yeah. So this is our No, yeah, I want it to be but maybe whenever we I think the bye 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 can just fit in whenever it works. When we're buying. Bye bye bye. Yeah. This one I actually have to turn into a button. I didn't turn it into the button yet. Oh yeah. Because last <laughs> classic. Did you listen to that episode where I just I did? Uh, where I put it in every time we said bye. I was like bye bye bye. <laughs> it got, was uh, it was one of those Family Guy jokes to me. Yeah. But I laughed the first two <laughs> times, and then I was like, okay, you're doing a little <laughs> bit much. By the end, I was laughing again. I was like, ah, we're going with this joke. Yeah, I liked it. Okay, so. Back to our Smith Specs of the Week kind of thing. Smith Specs of the Week, guys! <laughs> How do we do this? What do we do here? I think we're just we're picking three that we wanted to talk about. But really what it is is 
what I, we mentioned at the beginning of the cast is Double Masters got bought a lot, and now mm-hmm. it's in the rearview mirror. I mean, you you can go on TCG right now, and the inventory is ridiculous, and the prices are ridiculous for a lot of cards. So I actually had down 15 cards that I think are solid pickups, uh, but I'm only picking the three that I, I, I have been personally picking up, and... I think are really good. And Larry has three and then actually some from our discord uh, members or member uh, that has some. So what do you, what do you think with the the, specking is weird right now with that stuff? Cause it's, everything's moving on so fast. I feel like every set, like I'm like, okay, I'm just going to wait a couple weeks and then I'm gonna pick up cards from this set. And then all of a sudden the next set's coming out and my attention is now on this set. And I'm like, focused on trying to sell more things to buy stuff from that. And I forget about the specs. So specking's really weird right now. I don't know how to go about it. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think you're right about that. And that's where like that on Friday, I went through double masters and bought what I wanted from it. And then I also kind of like creeped into the uh, Zendikar rising cards as well. I was like, okay, I need Omnath. I need ancient greed warden. Let's, just make sure I get those cards that are, you know, ancient green Warren is going to be a, a staple in a ton of my decks, sure. I think. Yeah. Um, but you know, going through double masters, there was a bunch of cards that were cards that I didn't have wanted more of. They're going to be as cheap as they're ever going to be. Um, and so as you know, same, same vein, I think it's, there are some cards that are already maybe starting to recover. Um, People are are moving their stuff as quick as possible, um, and trying to get gain that value. And I think you're already going to start seeing a gain, probably in a you know in a month. Cards are definitely going to start coming back because this is a really good set. Yeah, um, a lot of cards that were super expensive before this printing and are just dirt cheap right now. Like I don't know, it's insane how cheap some of this stuff is uh but yeah. what, what were you gonna say I, I guess maybe we can hold this until after this discussion but do you want to talk about like the free like we're talking about like the frequency of printings reprintings the list mystery boosters uh jump start like these are these are large sets that are printing a ton of cards that kind of need to be reprinted is specking the right thing to do it like i think maybe that's a question that we can discuss maybe later like how deep do you want to go um but just with so much printing and them at like the list i think is the biggest thing that makes me question well um and maybe it's just more on my end as well like um the list has ren uh what is it renin six the $50 planeswalker from modern horizons. Mm-hmm. Um, like that being in the list just doesn't matter. But some of the cards that I kind of spec on a little bit more when they're super cheap and, but I know they're consistently used. I think those kind of cards are going to be more affected. So like cards under $5 are going to be, I think reprinted at a more frequent, like consistent rate along with being affected and being at a a suppressed rate. 
So I don't know if my style is. Are you talking about cards from the list that they were doing from the list or mystery booster or, you know, jumpstart yeah. all of those style of, and, and even double masters, like they have a lot of cards, like they're larger sets. Yeah. So you don't get the cards as frequently. Right. But they're printing it more often. Mm-hmm. And so like, the question I have is like, I don't know if I really want to go super deep on a whole ton of like, but foils probably have a better shot because they're not foil in the list. And yeah. mystery boosters had specific foils. Yeah. Um, and so. The other thing is that the jumpstart mystery booster. They've they're behind on the printing on that. Aren't they? I mean, they also have, true. Yeah. Jumpstart mystery boosters, but jumpstart jump for sure. Yeah. Is the cards are still ridiculously expensive. The top ones. Um, uh, the, the thing about what happened with double masters, I, the main reason that I believe that it's so cheap is it's the double rares and everything. There's so yeah. much of that out, Products. you know? Yeah, for sure. Each pack. And so it's just flooded right now, but it's cards. It, it's good. I mean, it's cards that, have been really expensive and are still really expensive and you're getting premiums of these cards that we've never seen. So I, it, I like that these, I like double masters specifically. Right. I, I think it's a very good set. It's these premium full art cards. A lot of these that I like, some of these aren't full art that are are down to the prices that I wanted them to get to. You know, I'm surprised that they're down to this this low. Like, I didn't think that the foils would, uh, especially foil full arts of this stuff. But let's get into some of this, and we can talk a little bit after to get a little more. Mm-hmm. Uh, why don't you start us off with your first uh, pick from this? So I'm going to go with, like, Metamorphose foil uh, from Double Masters there. it's And the crazy thing is, too, between for Double Masters – always look at the foil. The foils are so close to the non-foil and prices. It's almost always by the foil. Yeah. Um, and a Metamorphose foil is a $40 card from Shadowmoor. Um, and, and maybe like $20 card from the Modern Master reprint. Um, and right now it's a $3 at the Double Masters. Uh, I think this foil is an easy $10 card in the future. Mm-hmm. It's a modern combo card. Um, I I traded mine away years ago, um, and I'm glad to get mine as foil, and I plan on putting in my Calamax deck because it's ramp and draw together in that deck. Um, and so I think there are some applications in Commander a little bit, um, but I think it's much more of like a modern card. We'll see if modern. I think modern is coming back, and I think Pioneer is not doing so hot right now. I think it's mainly because of the how COVID hit everything. Um, yeah. What was the price it was at? You said foils. Yeah, I think the foils. I think I ended up buying on Card Kingdom for like three bucks. That's not bad at all. Yeah. And so, like I said, I, it's an easy ten dollar card in whenever life goes back to some type of normal where you can play in tournaments and uh, people are, you know, if people aren't building modern decks, then I don't think it's going to come back as quick. But once you get back to a tournament scene where people are able to like build with paper and want to, 
then uh, then you'll you'll start seeing like price increases. You are meaning on those style of cards. You're meaning monomorphos, right? What I say. I thought you were saying metamorphos. No, yeah, manamorphos. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I think I heard Mana. I heard metamorphos, and I was looking for it. I'm like, I don't know what card he's. I thought I knew what card you were talking about, and then. I, this is the card I thought you were talking about, but I couldn't find it. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. Yes. All right. Mana. I, I was saying it like you. See how much it threw you off? Yeah. Mana. Mana. Monomorphos. That's probably the right way to say it. Uh, but yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, the the its counterpart, Foil, is currently at 20. So is that the Modern Masters? Modern one? Masters is at 20 right now. What's the Shadow More one at? 30. That's at 30. Okay. And at one yeah. point, you know, a year ago, it was at 40. So I, I think you have some real potential to grow there at a, as a $3 foil. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to say I like the spec. I don't typically go deep when they aren't as commander cards, you know, because it's like. Agreed. Yeah. It's not something where I, I can see using, you know, I, do you use this? Did you say you use this in some decks? You I, I got rid of this in trades years ago, like when I was still doing 60 and I was like, oh, I'm not a combo player. Yeah. I can get rid of this. And I think I traded away for like six, eight bucks. So, yeah. So um, I, I can see for the spec purpose of this alone, it's a very good spec, especially when yeah. you're directly competing with something that's 20 bucks. I mean, right there, the prices have to change. And the, the, the thing is, is the modern masters one hasn't dropped like since ultimate Masters or ultimate masters, double masters have come out. The price has yeah. fluctuated a dollar down. So you might, and, and you might meet somewhere in the middle, but you know, that's still a $10 yeah, card for sure. And spending three, four bucks on that and you triple up at least. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a good buy. All right. What you got? Uh, let's just start with the big one, the one that's in 130,000 EDH decks, but uh, the Lightning Greaves full art foils are currently sitting at 13. Um, mm. They just, I, I like, uh, you know, that's what I've said. I like the full art stuff. It's like we do for the proxies. And I really like this art. And the foils, I mean, you're you're competing with three other bigger foils there are more foil printings aren't there are there more than three um well they have a they have a like well so you have version you have an fnm version which is 20 bucks you have the mirrodin which is 43 and then you have the special one which i would consider this similar but this the inventions they're sitting at 100 bucks right now uh those were just tougher to come by i'm not saying this is going to get to 100 bucks but $100. <laughs> this is no. up there with, you know, I like this version probably one of the best out of the the versions that are there and to get it for $13 right now, that's like a yeah. no-brainer, especially since how many EDH rec decks use this? You want 130 You said 130,000. 130,000? 130, 130,000. Yeah. So, that and sounds I, like a lot. There were only there's 1 well, three and four printings now because you have the regular. You could get the normal double masters foil ones for Whoa. four bucks, 
or you can spend 13 and get the full art ones. So there really isn't a lot. And so commander players, uh, I like to do this. I don't know if you like to do this as much, but I like having sometimes, you know, especially trying to get it in the binder. If that's over five bucks for me, it goes in the binder. So I like having my collection get with the nicer stuff, you know? So, mm-hmm. and that's what a lot of commander players will do or play with a full a foil set to kind of show off their stuff. Uh, it's at 13. I can see this easily getting over, uh, over 30. That's a, that's a 30. Yeah. That's a $30 card for sure. Yeah. So that alt art, full art, foil. I think I picked one up from a pack. I think I opened one up in a pack. Um, I think I will pick up a, a few more of these because I think it is a a very good buy. Oh. Yeah. All right. What's your second one, Lau? Um, my next one's going to go with Mishra's Bobble mm-hmm. foil from Double Master. There. Um, you have again. This is more of a modern card, but I I do like it in like my Gadrak deck. I think it's a nice just little cantrip trip for boros decks mm-hmm. um so i don't think it's like a bad card to have in there in commander but it's just not used very frequently um but the iconic masters foil was around 20 uh, and have, the cold a... snap foil was around what's that oh, was i was just 12? gonna say it well, no it's at 24 currently so that the, okay oh wait wait sorry uh i'm looking at mine <laughs> my next one <laughs> mishra's no i got up to 30 and is currently at 15 so and you can pick okay. that one up for three and the cold snap one is more expensive yeah, but that's... this one you can pick it up for two three dollars mm-hmm. and again i i can see this reaching up to a ten dollar foil for sure yeah um especially if a deck starts uh, a modern deck takes off and starts using yeah. it you know but then that, they always get used so it's it's a zero mana artifact, so it, it goes into Cheerio style decks, Urza style decks, Joy Joyra style decks. Like it still fits itself into commander decks, but yeah. it's not like a key piece by any means. Yeah, for it um, being a modern card, it's still in four thousand EDH rec decks, so you're it's still being yeah. used for a card that see is known for being a modern card, you know. Yeah. So you got kind of pull and competition from a, a couple of different sets, but um, just that difference of where the foils are, you know, I, I can see it getting to another $10 foil in my mind. For sure. Triple up. All right. My, uh, my next one is probably my number one pick and I have been picking Ooh. these up. Um, but it's Academy ruins the foil full arts mm. of these, the borderless. I mean, these are at 16. I was buying them at 20, and I they're still a good buy at 20. You I thought happy. That, yeah, at 20. They're down to 16, and it's getting me to go, man, I should pick some more. <laughs> I already got I got plenty of them, but I'm like, this card in Modern it- Masters, and this that's just a normal Modern Masters foil, not this full art stuff. Uh, those were at 50 bucks before this. Um this is amazing art, the best art that they, I think, out of the, the two that we have with those, and it's full art. This is going to go up. It looks stunning. It's in 14,000 EDH rec decks, so this is used quite a bit. And, mm-hmm. again, it's the same thing that I was saying with Lightning Greaves. This is something that people are going to have 
for their collection, for their decks. And the foils aren't any different. That's the funny thing too, is you go to the non foils and I think they're at like 13. So spend $3 more and get the foils because the return is going to be a lot higher uh, down the road. And reiterating, like when you're looking through double masters, just go and pick up the foils. Like it's, they're all within like $3. Like you're saying, it's, it's, it's a weird there was some, Difference. what was it? I'm trying to think off the top, which one I went by. There were some of them that were the exact same price foil compared yeah. to non-foil. So, yeah. And so That's, I definitely checked that. And when I was doing my purchasing on Friday night, it does get exhausting though. Like on TCG, where you're just like, I'm going to type in, uh, you know, the buyer emancipation. And it's, you got seven different fucking types. We already <laughs> talked about yeah. that, but it's just like, okay, let's click on that one. That's eh, a little misleading. Okay. Let's go to this other one. You know, there's a lot of places to click to make sure that you're getting like the best deal. So I think I, I spent like four hours. <laughs> I spent some money, yeah. but uh, I. So many versions. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of versions. So. A lot of ver version versions version virgin all right number three for you lowry it seems oh, like we're doing a i was thinking of... about just going with jaw okay uh, uh so jawbreaker on discord is pretty high on basalt monolith foils and i fully agree with them uh i go hand in hand with the you... other one too i think they're hand uh hand. sword of the meek oh, oh I, I thought he was talking about the a, a blue whatever the blue Obulet. That's another one we can talk about. <laughs> All three of those uh, at foil are, you know, two, three bucks. Mm-hmm. And Salt Monolith is, a, this is its only foil version. And same with Obulet. That's why I had them kind of the same. Obulet. They're yeah. both, the f- their only time they've been in foil. So get those. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're definitely solid solid pickups yeah no for sure no they're definitely solid pickups like because now that they changed how obulet works it's so much better for commander because before they Mm -hmm. made it it was really confusing they didn't put you just had to do literally what the card was saying and it was a block of text yeah and this is just making it you're you're it's a way to get rid of a commander without having it go to a command zone so whenever you can do that those are good cards and a foil at three bucks is it, the problem with these is that they were uncommon and there is a huge amount of inventory that has to burn through before these will go up. But th- that gives you more time to buy it. I mean, spend three bucks here, yeah. three bucks there to start picking these up because eventually it will drain out and those will go up. Because mm-hmm. mm. same bas- with basalt monolith. basalt monolith is a combo piece. Off of a lot of things. <laughs> For a, in Commander, if you want to go infinite mana, you get Basalt Manolith. Yeah. That's the easiest, cheapest way to go infinite, along with so many other different kind of things. Well, you have that new artifact that we talked about. The, yeah, that monument. Yeah, the monument that just does it right there. Uh, what was sort of the meek? Uh, what are the prices on that? I didn't write that mm, on my I didn't list. really check it. I, I just... That, that is I'm a good pick a up too. I just repeat. I I picked up that just for my collection. So that's another thing. If you're not looking to spec 
these are also for collection wise. I picked the foil one of that up for my collection a few weeks ago. So just there, I was thinking it was a good buy. So yeah. yeah. And along with, so sort of meek and Dr. Foundry is a, a, a solid, solid like commander synergy style. Yeah. Um, so that's what I, I was going to say was my honorable mention. I uh, fucking stole your list. Yeah. Sorry. No, no, that wasn't, I was just, that wasn't my last pick, but the Dr. Foundry foils are at 25 cents. I think yeah, that's a no brainer to pick those up. Not a lot. I mean, there's a lot of them. That's why they're 25 cents, but spend a dollar or $5 and get a, a stack of them because the non-foil ones that were in commander did get up to $3 at one point and foil ones, which there is only one other foil printing. Those did reach 30 bucks. Not saying this is going to happen because that just didn't have a lot. You know, there wasn't a lot yeah, out but there. 25 cents, you, like <laughs> having the upside, like, is this going to be a $5 card? I can see it at five. Yeah. And that's a, that's a big, that's a big return percentage wise. For sure. 25 um, cents to five. <laughs> yeah. Especially if, if you, you buy a stack of them. Now that's the thing yeah. is if you spend 10 bucks on this and buy a stack and then buy list it, there's where you're making your money. Um, mm-hmm. You're not making as much. I mean, you're still making money buying it for 25 cents and selling it for five. But when you think of shipping and all that stuff, you're making a couple bucks off sure. of it. So you I think you think... want to block them together as a foursome though yeah. for like modern players. Yeah, and so you spend a dollar and you're selling it for 20, 20. Yeah, and then minus your fees and there. Your, your mailing. It's perfect. Yeah. So, but that, that seems like a pretty solid turnaround. Yeah. Uh, and then my last pick is Master Transmuter. The foils are at $3.50. Uh, they're not as many decks. It's 4600 but when you have an artifact deck, this is in there. It's an awesome card to have in there. The yeah. current price of its counterpart foil is at $24 right now. So there's discrepancy between those. I mean, you have you have a big gap there. So like you said, what we talked about with the other one, um, they got to meet somewhere. And so the $3 and 50 is going to come up That 24 really yeah. hasn't dropped a ton. And it was a lot more at one point. I'm just saying current price is $24 with its uh, counterpart foil. So, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. but this is an awesome card. Uh, if you're playing artifacts, which, you know, everybody has at least dabbled in artifact decks. This is always in that deck, you know, or if mm-hmm. you're heavy on artifacts, it's a good way to, bounce that stuff to your hand and put stuff directly into play like a scarecrow deck. That's when I first <laughs> played with this. <laughs> yeah. Cause I was, was bouncing sick. that, uh, whatchamacallit scarecrow that had the counters and then I had Reaper King and cool story. Hansel killing stuff, killing creatures, being a dickhead. No, it was good. Yeah. Ooh. All right. So it's weird doing specs. <laughs> it's kind of funny well it's like all right it's like a it's like a countdown when we do our top 10 i'm like all right what's your number three (laughs) number we've kind of stopped doing lists haven't we we just complain that's all we do now but i I would say with double masters just like larry mentioned a little bit ago go on and just start looking at cards on there and really what i have been doing is compare it to it's, it's a little tougher if a card has only had one other printing and one other foil printing and the printing's really fucking old. Well, duh, that's yeah. going to be really expensive and a lot more than this. But when you have like a modern master's printing, 
and that modern masters printing was at some point here and this price is way down here it's gonna eventually come back to that i know this was a lot more you know people because it was double the amount of rares and stuff that were in it but still that price is going to come back especially commander cards and that's kind of why i was saying when i think the specs that you're saying are good because they other formats it's just hard for me because i'm like well if that spec fails i don't use that fucking card (laughs) yeah yeah and i think and i don't i don't fault you for that i don't think that's wrong thinking because it is nice to buy a bunch of cards and be like well that didn't work out for me but it works here here and here the funny you know we we got so many listeners that just do everything that we say like (laughs) some bigger zoned podcasts um where you can make a, a card work and then it just goes crazy. Yeah. A bigger so. zoned. Nice. <laughs> what? <laughs> like it took me a second to figure out what the fuck you were talking. I was like, what is he? Oh, command zone. I mean, bleep zone. <laughs> yeah. Fuck zone. What? <laughs> I think the, the modern part of it though is can be, or it used to be. I don't know if that's necessarily yeah. what I was about to make is a, a false statement. I guess it used to be, Modern was the way that cards would go up quicker. Like if you're going for a card that's going to be used in modern, that'll go up quicker. But commander players would normally take longer. That isn't the case anymore. It seems commander players buy what they want. They build tons of decks and the prices start going up right away. So I wouldn't wait too much longer on double master stuff because. And I think, honestly, I think yours are probably more solid along with basalt and obliate. Yeah, um, no, I think the the uncommons are those are it it just depends on like I was saying, you don't actually know if modern's gonna come back or recover or be supported after this. I mean, we have modern horizons coming up mm-hmm. in what, six months or whatever? Uh isn't it during the summer again? So we got Oh, a is ways. it next summer? Yeah, okay. we got a ways. Next spring, summer. Um so you know, maybe it plans on being supported, but I mean, with what's going on in the world, you you don't know. So I don't I don't know how solid they are. Yeah. So I don't I don't plan on going super deep on I bought two Metamorphos and I held off on Bobble when I was buying on, on Friday. But if I do another buy, I'll probably look at them harder. Yeah. Well, to give you an idea, uh I was looking at and you know that I was doing this this last week, but I was looking at my I, I check my, the stuff that if you go way back to our early episodes where we talked about picking up reserve list cards, you're going to be surprised what those cards we were picking them up for at that point and what they are now. Cause, uh, and the reason for that is we're having it. The spike is during this, during COVID it's commander players. It's the things that are driving prices up right now are not people playing modern. Cause people aren't going to play modern or going to any tournaments or anything. It's commander players, building decks and playing webcam or cockatrice. People are, the commander players are still finding a way to play. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah. cards are being bought and it's kind of crazy. My sales have been really high this, this last month. Oh, good for you. Yes. <laughs> you rock. Have you been, <laughs> you're the one that just is taking it. You're <laughs> what? I'm, I'm applying it in different situations. <laughs> I think that's okay. 
have you been doing any card sphere trading or are you still kind of waiting on all that stuff? Um, I'm just sending out right now. So I have about 165 built up. Oh, nice. Um, and I've been thinking about. Oh, good for you. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Um, You've been thinking about a card kingdom thing, I've been thinking about opening it back up because, like you're saying, the reserve list cards that I want have gone kind of crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'll probably sit down and start sending into card kingdom a little bit more. I think I'm down to like 70 credit there after Friday. Um, Oh, so you what you bought was all credit stuff, huh? No, no, no. I it was probably. You know, thirty percent card kingdom, what, uh, and then sixty percent TCG. So I don't know if you caught uh, that when I asked you the question. I did the total Minnesotan thing, and I did like, oh, so you you sent in, you bought it with your credit, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I missed it because that's I'm in Minnesota. That's yeah. how it's supposed to be. Yeah. Oh, that hey, is that's what you did. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, I. Card Kingdom is easier when you're trying to find cheaper cards. Yeah, because when you get the more expensive, they overprice everything there. Yeah. So I just, um, and like if you're on TCG, you can't just buy, you know, sometimes the cheaper version, you can get it for 20 cents, but they only got like two of them. Mm -hmm. You're like, well, it's 30 cents over at Card Kingdom, whatever. I'm not going to fight over, you know, do I got to buy, I got to buy like, eight of these you mm. don't have that and then the guy that does have eight of them is charging 60 cents and so you're just like fuck i don't want to again you're looking at so many different versions you're like okay i'm just going to make it simple they're relatively close let's do this mm-hmm. just buy what I, what I want and so friday friday wasn't as much of a specking time it was more just like what do i want to add to decks and that's this is the kind of stuff that i want um and so I'll probably do a specking thing here in the next month, maybe. God, there's any any of these. If I had to if I had to hang my hat on any of the cards that we talked about, if if you had mo- like uh, a good amount of money, you know, funds, I would say Academy Ruins. If you're going on cheaper stuff, oh. Obulet is a good one, or Basalt Monolith. I do yeah. like that. I'm, or tra- I, Master even though I d- like the problem is, is I don't play Basalt at all. Yeah, but I will probably start sticking Obliet in. I don't know. I might have hit. Yeah, those those are really good ones. Mishra's, yeah, but Obulet, I can see Commander players using that now that it's out there. I can see Commander players starting to buy it. Yeah, this is. I think it's the best version of commander removal, permanent like enchantment wise. Mm-hmm. Like Dark steel mutation. You have the uh, song of the dryad. You got a bunch of those style of cards, and I think we have we had a segment on it within the last year. But this is probably the best version of it. Mm-hmm. And the other the other printing is from Arabian Nights. It was a forty dollar card before this printing. Yeah. So it was a popper all star. So I think. Um, I think now that there's more supply, I think it's going to definitely be used a bunch. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that is funny. You have the double masters, non foils are at three, and the foils are at three. So, 
for Obliet. Yeah. I bought so that's I bought the I bought three non foils at two dollars a piece. Yeah, let's see. And um, I, I didn't realize that it was three bucks. I was just like so I I messed up there. I should have probably bought the foils. Oh yeah, so they're at two. Well, it's coming up to three. Uh, did you buy it from TCG or did you buy it from TCG? Yeah. So, bought the cheapest, and then I was I was trying to buy the Pathway Lands as well. Yeah, because they're they're super cheap on TCG. Mm-hmm. You know, they were all under four dollars. Um. Uh, and I picked up some of the the full art, some of the foils. Um. Oh, so and you then did, you did as I'm them? checking out. They're disappearing. I'm like, fuck. Oh, really? And so I got about half of the pathway lands that I wanted. The interesting thing with that is that because everything's delayed, I don't know how like supply would be. Because I, I would think this would be open a shit ton because of the, the fetch lands. Mm-hmm. But because things are getting canceled left and right, I think they're going to be constantly coming in. So that you might see more prices staying steady instead of dropping right away Mm. because everybody's going to get inventory at different times it's kind of like what happened with like if you think of the stargazing secret layer stuff the gods you had this big wave not big wave you had a part of the poor population that got the stargazing the prices dropped and then they went up because half or more of the people didn't get it and then when the second wave, it just stayed steady. And then the second wave came in and had another drop with this. This is, is we're not getting all the inventory that we would normally get from a standard set. set. And I think it might level yeah. out our prices. Low. I think our higher stuff might come down, though. Like, I think Omnath will come down as it gets open because it's really high up there right now. Unless it gets used in standard a lot. Like you were saying, if people start using this. A lot of people are this, complaining about it, so it probably is. Yeah. Plus, I think, don't we have a, by the time this comes out, isn't there a banned and whatever restricted announcement? Maybe. I th- yeah, they, a they lot were of people are saying because I think there was a tournament this week or something. I heard a lot of Euro rumors that people thought that was going to get banned, but we'll see. Yeah, I mean, maybe. But Euro might be good to move in the next 12 hours. <laughs> well, they're not hearing that right now. In the last thing. We're backshadowing. Yeah, backshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we should probably wrap this up because we're at an hour and 33 minutes. This is longer than we normally do. So. You're welcome. Yep. All right. Well, you guys can catch us next week. Thanks for listening. See ya. Bye. See ya.